Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey everybody, welcome to Manager Martinis. I'm Adam. Here is Danielle. Hi. <laughs> so you owe me one for this, by the way. Uh, we opened up an older bottle of wine that you said, it's all bad. We, I've had it for, what, 15 years now? 10, 2005, 2020, yeah, 15 years. And you were like, everything is bad, don't even bother. We opened it up and it's pretty good, right? Well, I think you need to put some perspective on that. Right. That no, I was trying to make it sound like I did the right thing, and that's it. Just leave it at that. Right? I, I mean, I think people are going to want to know the backstory now. <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, that when that when we were going through our Adam, how do you even explain it? That okay. So back when we did the episode, I talked about the the money that I won from that slot machine. I'm you know, won a million dollars and, you know, we had all this money and whatever. I feel like this was before that. No, this is exactly when it happened. It was 2008. Okay. That's when that happened. And I bought these. Uh, I was very into wine at that point. And I was like, oh, I have this money. I'm going to invest mm-hmm. into wine. Mm. Right. So I bought some Bordeaux 2005 futures. Right. So in 2008, the 2005s were for sale. So I bought them. I loaded up. And I still have a ton of them. And we opened up some since, and they were not very good. Okay. Again, you're only giving part of... When you buy those kinds of wines and everything that you bought, and you spend thousands of dollars on these wines. Yes, a few thousand dollars. Okay. But you kept them in a basement with no temperature... No temperature control or anything. So you bought these wines like, oh, this sounds really fun, but we didn't have the facilities to take care of these wines. Plus three moves. Plus three moves. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. And then we really couldn't afford to like have any kind of temperature control anything. (laughs) So all of these wines we've been opening since... Every single wine that you open, we taste it and it's like... I, I. it, it tastes like death. Yeah, it was like, oh, there's $100 down the drain. Yeah. yeah thank you very much. It's been one after <laughs> yeah. the other after the other. Yeah. So you keep you you keep the wines, number one, and every time you keep opening them, and it's the same thing every time. So today you said to me, oh, I'm going to open a sauterne or whatever <laughs> it is. A, a, a dessert wine. A f- a, it's a French sweet wine. A French sweet yes. wine. Sauterne. And I'm like, okay, yeah, go fucking ahead. All right, go yeah. ahead. 
and you opened it and it is actually Delicious. although it is it, this is what my urine looks like mm-hmm. when i have a um an uh uti <laughs> that's wonderful but it no. tastes really good <laughs> but it literally this looks it looks like urine that has a uti yeah but it's delicious it is delicious, yeah. I will say. We went through a phase that we were drinking these dessert wines for a while, and that's what led me to buy a bunch of these things. They're really so good. Yeah, it's deli- It's like it's drinking dessert. Yeah. Yeah. And you sip it. Uh, sure. Yeah, and you can <laughs> like you can taste it on your lips. It's, it's syrupy. It coats your mouth. It's mm-hmm. you know. It's. How many of these do we have left? Like. A lot. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Everybody come over. <laughs> right. Saw turn on us. Yeah, yeah but it, it's been frustrating because I'm sort of like, you know, it was another, it was a hobby that at the time seemed fine because, okay, we had this money, but yet it was an investment, but like you didn't have a bank to keep your investment in. Right. It's Do you know like, what I mean? Like yeah. you didn't have the right facility to house it. No, it's like I, I, it's almost like I, I, came into all this money and then I, I invested into Enron or Lehman Brothers right. or all those things that just went to shit. And Look, I can't say much else because I went on a crazy clothing spending spree at that point and none of those clothes fit me anymore. So it's kind of the same thing. No, because it's not because oh. we're enjoying this wine now. Mm. 15, 20 years later. Listen, somebody who I donated those clothes to are enjoying it now. It's (laughs) just not me. But um, yes, I can't even probably fit my pinky toe in any of them now. But um, yeah, but no, this is good. It tastes good. So. So. 2021. 2021. All right. Yeah. So the, the year is winding down. This has been one of the craziest years of our lives. In my opinion, I would think you'd feel the same way. Uh, 2020, obviously, was crazy for everybody. Pandemic, things went out of control for so many reasons. But 2021, I think for us, personally, was beyond even 2020. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? We've had a lot of years like that. Well, in a different way. Yeah. I mean, like, we'll get into it. Different, different, Different kinds of issues yeah well 2021 for us i think was the busiest the craziest the most expensive the most life-changing the most everything i can even think of saying but in a positive way right yes or no yeah well in many ways it was positive but it all stemmed from like positive stuff came out of it but it it was very difficult to get there okay yeah all right yeah Uh, uh, what Go ahead. All right. So um, 2021. Yeah. I just said that 2021 for us was a huge transitional year. Like I feel like I picture 21 as this bridge and, you know, you have 2020 on one side, which was a shit show for, for all of us, but yet it had its perks and it had its, you know, as long as you were healthy and your family was healthy and everything. There were certain things that were very memorable. The, you know, quarantining together and the games we played with the kids and that kind of bonding and the not having to have a real schedule. And, you know, just there were there were a lot of upsides to the pandemic that were not health related, obviously, because, you know, that right. was the all, hard part. All health related things aside, obviously. Yeah. That's, you know, you know, for 2020, you know, for us, it was so chaotic in a way that, you know, I was home. I wasn't working for almost three months. 
We were all home together. The kids had no plans. We didn't have to think. So I, I thought it was in such a kind of a positive way that we were home. We didn't have to make plans. We didn't have to make calls. We didn't have to drive. We didn't have to, you know, whatever. But we had to do our own thing in the house. We all had to be together in a house for three months. So there was the craziness of that. But I think it was very positive in a way that we can just kind of be contained and do our own thing. Yeah, there was a lot of fun being had in those right. months. So 2021 was very different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I thought 2021 for us was definitely the busiest and most expensive year of our lives. Yes, it was hands down the most expensive year of our lives in a different way. Like we've we've probably spent as much money in other years uh, not in the past, you know, four or five years or, you know, we've been much more I don't, careful. don't think that's true i think we spent more this year but in different ways like you were saying i think we spent more this year than we ever have before but but what i was saying before all being good it was for positive things which you know we'll get into later um it was just an exhausting expensive year for Mm -hmm. us yeah the the parenting aspect of 2021 for me as a mom um was the like I was it was parenting times a thousand for me like for some reason this year I just felt like I was momming in a way that I hadn't ever before that that in the past when I've had to be a mom you know, for certain reasons, it was very relatable things to everybody, right? Like getting your kids to eat certain foods and, you know, dealing with picky eaters or dealing with um, kids who maybe are are getting left out of the playgroup or the birthday party or shit that sucks, but that everybody can relate to. Um, And so you feel like you're part of this community that everybody sort of understands what you're going through. Right. Like I've always heard people say to me like, oh, big kids, big problems. And I'm like, oh, ah, ha, 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 ha. You know, like mm-hmm. that's so cute. I'm like, now I get it. And I'm going to be the guy saying that to other people who have younger kids now. Like, yes, smaller kids, smaller problems, bigger kids, bigger problems. That is true. Well, you can also say that because our it all really came to a head and to a pinnacle when our kids were a little bit older. Some people, this happens when their kids are babies or toddlers. So yeah, okay. it's, it, That's for fair. us, it's this was the stage that it happened. Well, so, and it's obviously kind of the norm. Like it's at the teenage years yeah. that you're seeing this happen. Right. Which is in our face today, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah it, it has been, um, look, 2021 for me had a lot of sleepless nights um, as a mom, it was a lot of figuring stuff out. Uh, I think I made more, f- I'm someone who has, who gets extreme anxiety about the phone. Like you've always said, you know, the phone for me when I had my OCD was, um, a huge trigger for me, for my OCD. If I had to make a phone call or whatever, it just has always been a very, uh, a very like anxiety inducing task for me to make any any phone call I hate the phone the only people I talk to on the phone really are my mom my sister and your mom that's really it and you yeah I I think for you and our time that's probably not quite the standard 
But for today, I think a lot of people feel that way. Yes, absolutely. Most people don't want to talk on the phone, and texting has become such a right. breakthrough from that that you don't have to call people. And nobody who wants to call people. Like, if somebody calls me, unless I know who it is, I'm not answering the phone. No, people talk on the phone. People definitely. I have friends who, my friend, one of my friends, Melissa, who works 45 minutes away, she spends her entire commute talking on the phone, like not even just making appointments and stuff like calling friends and talking to them and catching up and everything. That's just something I would never do. No, I get that. But it's kind of like day to day things like, oh, you know, if you have a service appointment at the house or whatever, and the guy has to reach out to you, like, I don't want to uh, like, don't call me, just text me. Yeah. You know, like those kind of things, not where you're catching up and you're not talking about things that you're both interested in. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you have to be here at seven or whatever, whatever time you have to be here. Just text it to me and I get it. I don't, I don't want to have a conversation about it. Right. You know. But between June of this year, I would say, or maybe May, or maybe even April. And now I think I made more phone calls to make appointments and to research and to find the right doctors and everything than I had made in my entire life. I mean, I I just, I had to get over that fear so quickly because you can't email to do this stuff. You can't text to do this stuff. Like in the medical world, this is what you do. You call, you make appointments, you ask questions. You know, there's no emailing back and forth really. I wish there was, but there's not. So that was something for me this year that was very like, okay, as a mom, this is a fear I just have to get the fuck over. Like I just need to pick up the phone and I have mm-hmm. to call. That's there's all that's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in a lot of ways for me, this was um, I would say like the height, hopefully, of my challenges as a parent. Um, right. You know, no, and well, you asked me something that I want to get into a little bit later about that. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll continue that conversation. Um, but overall for 2021, I think also for me. Um, you know, work challenges has been at the height it's ever been in my life whatsoever. You know, we had the bar mitzvah. We have Mia going to a new school. We had to get two new cars. We finally realized we need to have our basement finished because Ian has nowhere to hang out with his friends. Like this is, it's, it's been just an insane year, like Mm -hmm. planning these things, paying for these things and working all this stuff out. It's just, we have not seen a year like this. I don't think ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. Look, yeah, and I don't want to, you know, look, we didn't have to have a bar mitzvah party for our son. We, we didn't, didn't have, have to do to. any of these things. Okay, yeah. So that's what I said. I want to keep it in perspective because although some of it we could not, the doctor's appointments, the evaluations, the stuff that we tried to submit to insurance that insurance doesn't take and everything, those were huge bills that we could not avoid. But also some of it was, you know, yes, have to in quotation marks. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that, by the way, is something that we're going to touch upon later too. Mm. So, okay. yeah, it's what you just said. So okay. remember that. So I don't forget. Uh, I, I'm <laughs> going to write it at the top here. Yeah. Please write that down. Quotation marks. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on. Um, go ahead. <laughs> All right. You don't answer questions. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, you asked me about positive aspects about 2021. I think I kind of answered that already, what I thought was positive. All those things which are positive but negative in a certain way. Okay. Right? Did you answer that differently or did you answer it at all? Yeah, I, I answered it. <clears throat> I think there were a lot of positive things in 2021. First of all, being able to see people. 
My kids being able to hug their grandparents. <laughs> I have that in my negative. <laughs> <laughs> right. In some ways, I see what you're saying. It's a mixed bag. Right. It's a mixed bag for sure. But there are certain things like, thank goodness, curbside is still available. Instacart is still a thing. You know, all of these 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 things that became really popular during 2020 are still thankfully in place during 2021. Right. However, yeah. 2020, besides a handful of times after our kids had been tested or anything, our kids couldn't hug their grandparents. They couldn't have a play date with a friend. Um, I wasn't able to see, you know, my best friend. I wasn't able to... Um, you know, we, we just weren't able to live in a way that is, as social beings, the healthy way to live. Mm-hmm. And and so that, for me, was huge, that we were able to, like, being, even to this day, seeing Jonah hug my mom and your mom, um, our kids hug your mom and my mom and my dad, is, it, I, 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 it doesn't, it never escapes me as, like, you know, I never take it for granted. It is huge to me because there was a full year where, where they couldn't. And that was really, really hard to sit on the driveway with their parents and their friends six feet apart and, you know, not be able to like order a pizza because you didn't want to touch each other's slices. And it was all like this logistical nightmare of how are you going to get your food without, I mean, just all the logistics that went into being together that we didn't have to quite as much worry about now yeah no no totally agree with that and by the way for the negative aspects what i was saying was it was it's great that we're able to, for the kids to see their grandparents and that whole thing i get it i kind of loved our own like excuse of oh it's a pandemic we can't go to that thing oh sure <laughs> but we whatever. but we kept that because we no, did that with the bar mitzvah yes we did we were basically like we can't have a lot of people because you know it's a pandemic and but, so we kept it small but on the opposite side of that too i like i haven't seen friends in a long time outside of we have to go to this thing you know it's a bar mitzvah or it's a you know whatever so i kind of do miss that i, I haven't seen my my closest, you know, three friends that I don't get to see, you know, every once in a while. Um, and besides that, we haven't been away. No, we have not. I've not been on a plane. Two year, three years? Yeah. I was on a plane in October of 2019 was the last time I was on a plane to Atlanta without you. Right. I wasn't even when there. I was speaking at a convention. That was the last time. Right, that wasn't vacation. We haven't been on vacation in three years. No, we have not. We did three days in Brooklyn. Yeah, but that was <laughs> right? fantastic. It was fantastic, but that's not getting away. Absolutely. It's not a vacation. Yeah. You know, so like the negativity that's continuing in 2021 is I want to go the fuck away. Mm-hmm. Like I want a vacation. With kids, without kids, both, whatever. Mm-hmm. I need something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of people are doing that more, but also I think the flights right now are insane. And absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. But I, the reason in twenty twenty one, like pandemic aside, I don't want to put it too far aside because it's still a thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we can still go. I can't because of the pandemic, because of what's going on with work. We'll get into that also. I don't have the time. You don't have the time. Like, it's just not feasible at this point for us because of everything going on this year. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, 
I also said a positive. Well, was this supposed to be personal? Did you take this personal or as like a society for positive aspects? Because I said getting my tattoo. Oh, okay. That was huge for me. That like, was this year, 2021? That was yeah. 2021. Okay. Yeah, that was July 2021. Um, I, yeah, I... I just felt like that for me was a really pivotal experience that like here it was something that for so long I had said I wanted to do. Um, and it represented to me a lot more than just getting a tattoo. It mm-hmm. was sort of like a, all right, uh, listen, I am just going to do the shit that I've always wanted to do. I think the pandemic really contributed to that. I think my age has contributed to that. Uh, I think this podcast and getting over a lot of those fears have, um, you know, of, of judgment and what people think has contributed to that. But to me, the tattoo was so representative of, of so much of that. Um, and I still, you know, it's now, we talked about it in July. It's now December. I'm not, I have not gotten over the excitement of it. Oh, really? I, Do you yeah. still look at it and like, oh, I love I, this kind of thing? I love it. I love it when I pull up my sleeve mm-hmm. and people see it and it's like a little bit of a shock to them or just a surprise or, you know, I want to get more. I just, it, to me, it was very, uh, and it's, it, I, I, it was, it's no big deal. Right. You know, like there's nothing about it. There's never a time that I'm like, oh shit, I have a tattoo. I'm sort of like. I have a tattoo. Badass, right? Yeah, I just, yeah. you know, I expected to be more like every day, like, do I like it? Do I not like it? Do I wish I did it? didn't do it? Did I? There's none of that. No, it's literally look- just like, it's a fucking like ink thing on my arm. Yeah, and you Big look at deal. it and like, what am I getting next? Totally. That's how I feel Absolutely. all the time. Every time I look at my tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, so I said that was okay. really positive for we me. We do have to take a break. No shit already. As usual, we're on the second question and we have pages of stuff to get through. All right, that's all right. Well, this one could be longer. Can it? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Okay, so have we learned any life lessons in 2021? I have. Have you? Uh, Yeah, I want to hear what yours are. (laughs) Okay. Um, For me, I think, like, it took, how old are our kids? 16, 13, and 10, right? Did I do good? Fantastic. Good. Um, I learned it's all about the kids. Uh, Like I said, we haven't been away in a while. We haven't done anything. We haven't spent money on ourselves. Everything we do, all the money we spend, it's all for the kids. Well, we're in the thick of it right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like we are we are in the thick of it. And everything that we are doing and everything we're concentrating on and why we're losing sleep and why we're spending so much money, like it's all for the kids. Do you ever think sometimes like how much money we would have if we didn't have kids? Oh my God. Right? Yeah. Well, we probably would have blown it on like Yeah, you're right. And- it would have been we would have been doing stupid yeah. shit. But but listen. There's also um, some, yeah, listen, I, there's not a day that goes by that I regret having kids. I do not. Well, there's a day or two, but. But you know. I understand the whole, um, kids are expensive. Yeah. 
They're so expensive. And they drain you. Yeah. You know, like ever, like we've been, like I said at the top of this episode, you know, planning for the bar mitzvah, planning for me a school, planning, mm-hmm. you know, for Jonah to go into middle school. Like it's just all like everything is just all about. We had to get a fucking car, an, a third car because me is getting her license next year and we want to practice on that. Like everything is just all about everything we think about is about for our kids. Mm-hmm. So that's my life lesson is it's no longer about do I look good in like John Varvato's clothes? <laughs> <laughs> well, we should probably should have learned that lesson a little earlier and none of this would have happened. Right. I learned so, you know, so many life lessons in 2021. Uh, first of all, insurance, dealing with the healthcare system and everything and, you know, just how frustrating it all is and how unfair it is, mm-hmm. what it takes to get the help that you need or your kids need. Um, is beyond beyond like unjust it is insane um and the second life lesson that i learned is did you know that you can get gray pubic hairs with having uh, without (laughs) having one gray hair on your motherfucking head uh no yes i did not know that well you can i think i'm the opposite you have them on your head and yes huh interesting okay yeah uh yeah i am not but um, that is a life lesson that I learned. <laughs> I learned a lot of aging life lessons this you year. You have gray pubic hairs? Yes. Um, well, how do, you, how do you know you don't have gray hairs well, on your head? Because my, my roots would be growing out. Like you would see the gray growing out as my roots okay. and you don't. Right. You know, you yeah. do? No, I don't. Oh, I don't see okay. them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I'm not gray there. But there's all kinds of other stuff. I think my beard is grayer than anything on my body. Right, yeah, right. When well, I grow up my isn't beard. that the same kind of hair as your pubic hair? It's like I that same coarse. Well, the my my yeah, my face hair is very coarse. Right, and it like thick, one like yeah. juts out, and then you have like you know, it's just it's none of it is like it's not um, what's it called? You know, it's not like smooth. Well, I, I never grew my face out. You know, to the size of a pubic hair, so I don't know. Well, I don't grow mine out to the size <laughs> of a pubic hair either. You don't grow your face hair out to the no, size of a pubic hair? No, my pubic hair out to the size of a pubic hair. But no, no, I get it. But my, my face hair, I've never grown full. You know, I'm, I shave once every other day, right. so I never, it never grows True. out. Well, you have had a beard before. Yeah. I have, but mm-hmm. um, when it was all black. But now it's, you know, if right. I grow it, it's Well, anyway, if anybody's gray. wondering oh, if cares? you can right. go gray, um down there without going gray okay that's a life lesson it is a life lesson um yeah shit just gets weird when you get older just gets weird yeah we're gonna do an episode on that yeah it sucks i think i i think i said this on our like third episode maybe but it's so weird like you know when guys i don't know if it's true for girls when you get older you get these weird one hair growths that are like and it like you wake up and there's a a one inch hair off your ear Mm-hmm. Like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> it's like, what is that? It's like Teen Wolf. Yeah, it is Teen Wolf. You get a Teen Wolf hair growing out of your fucking top of your ear. Uh, like, man. what is that? Why? Why? What? 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 What happens genetically that that make that? I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't right, know. your mind starts to. I mean, your mind, your body starts to like turn against itself like, a little the bit. Fuck are oh, those I things. Oh, I hear you. It's weird. Yeah. Th- okay. th- things you learned business-wise or professionally in 2021. Oh, don't oh, get me shit. started. Here we go. <laughs> no, no, I'll keep it simple. I'll keep it easy. 
Uh, we, for me, I just learned how to navigate the changes that were caused by the pandemic, which are huge. You know, listen, everybody's watching the news. Everybody knows the labor You're shortage. You're talking about your retail job. Retail, but it, but it kind of fans out to every other business too. We're all having labor shortages. We're all having product shortages. It's a real thing and it's really fucking frustrating. But I have to say Listen, we've learned how to run our business with less people than we've had before because we've been forced to. We've had to. If we had 10 employees, now we have five, right? And that's one of the reasons it's been so busy for me. Like, you know, I'm working nonstop. It's constant. I don't like it. I can use some more employees. But we're navigating kind of a way. And I've, I've spoken to so many business owners who are saying the same thing as me that, you know what? Okay. We're learning, we're learning the curve. We're learning, you know, how to do business with less employees. Um, I can't get shit done because I don't have as many employees that I have employees is employees that I've had before, but we're making it work. So when it comes time to, you know, when things kind of normalize and it's time to get back to normal, I'm not going to hire as many people as I had before. And listen, I know I, 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 I want to get into this, but I don't, and I didn't want to no, piss you off no, you <laughs> and don't. piss anybody off. I don't even know what you're going to say. Okay. I know like, I was, I, I was stuttering on what I was saying before because I was leading up to this and listen, I know there's good reasons that there's people, that there are people out there that are not working right now. I get it. There's real and good reasons, but I also know there's people out there who are not working because they don't have to, because they're collecting money. That's a percentage of the population right now, and I know it exists. And I feel bad for me, and I feel bad for those people because they're screwing themselves. Because I am learning how to run a business with 60% of the employees that I had before, right? And when these people who are just feeding off of the money that they're being given, when it comes time that that runs out and they need a job, we're not all going to be hiring like we were before. Those jobs are not going to be available. Right. So people are kind of living off of the money that they're getting from the government. And if you want a job, go get the fucking job right now because they're not going to be there later because I'm, I'm not going to hire a hundred percent in two months. I'm going to hire 60%. And mm-hmm. so is everybody else. So there's not going to be as many jobs available later on that there was a year ago or two years ago when there were so many jobs available. I, I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to get too far into it. I'm just mm-hmm. saying don't don't just take the free money and think it lasts forever kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of leave it at that. Okay. I have a lot more, but I don't oh, want to. Yeah, I just don't want to. I'm going to leave it there. Okay. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll leave it at there. Yep. Good idea. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just. So, yeah. Okay. So, what about you? As a business owner, you're on the other end of it. I am so so fucking frustrated by everything that's going on right now, and I want to voice my opinion. I'm I'm gonna. I I should do a whole other podcast about this. Please don't. Please don't. (laughs) Please don't. Okay. Not no no don't. I'll shut up. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, I learned, look, we put the ebook out in 2021. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, that was, you know, you have this whole other business that you tend to and everything. Um, I tend to, like like the sheep. (laughs) okay yeah i mean that you that you go out there and you're part of and and my business is 100 percent 
you know, the podcast and Marriage Martinis and our community and our writing and everything like that. Um, and and we put out the ebook, which, again, is another thing that I feel like I put out basically being like, maybe we'll sell one copy. Maybe we'll sell two copies. And here we are. We've sold thousands and thousands of ebooks. Well, that's not true, because I said to you when you were this was your idea. And when you first had the idea, I said, "Okay, what are we going to sell? Twenty? And you said to me, no, this is going to be huge. I did not say that. I did not say this is going to be huge. You didn't? No. I thought you did. Like you said, this was going to be a big deal. Like it's no, it's so important. People need this, and people are like kind of. I never said this this is going to be huge. I did not have that confidence. Oh, I thought you did. I didn't. I knew that it was going to be good, and I knew that there was a need for it. But I didn't know number one if people were going to buy an ebook, and I didn't know if. Listen, I ha- it's imposter syndrome. I was like, who the fuck are we? Just like with a podcast. Who the fuck are we? Just like everybody else says. Who the fuck am I? Who the fuck are we? And there was that sort of, listen, I know I want to do this. I want to write this. People are asking all the time for these questions. And I knew I needed to do it. Um, and I did. I was scared of shit. I mean, I was, you know, thinking to myself, maybe no one will buy it. But at the same time, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I know that almost every single person listening to this, whether they've voiced it out loud or it's some in their head, there is something that they think about doing that they think to themselves, who the fuck am I? And all I can say is you are somebody who people want to hear from. Um, it might not be, you know, everybody who wants to hear from you. Same kind of thing. Not everybody wants to buy our date night ebook. Fine, great, but enough people want to hear what you have to say or what you have to create or, you know, what you're putting out there, what you're selling to do it, you know, and you'll never know until you do it. And so this is, you know, the first time we did it could have been a fluke. The podcast, you know, in my head was sort of like, was it a fluke? Was it something that just happened to do well? And then once the ebook did so well, I was sort of like, wow, okay, yeah, it's not just a fluke. When you have something good to put out into the world, people receive it and want it. And so, you know, I guess my my thing that I learned is you got to do it and you got to not wait. So, you know, you got to not wait. You got to well, just yeah. do it. I mean, look, you and I are the epitome of who the fuck am I? A hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Like we're just uh, nobodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Right. Some people wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and like, you are going to fuck shit up today. You're amazing. (laughs) We don't do that. I look in the mirror and I'm like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then the second thing was, um, I read Rachel Rogers book. I've spoken about it before. We should all be millionaires. That was definitely this year in 2021. If you're not following her on Instagram, if you're not, you know, I have no stake in her. Like I, we're not friends. She's not, you know, I just, I really admire her. Um, and, we should all be millionaires changed so much for me on my perspective about business and everything, especially with women in business. And, and, and basically what she's saying is, you know, she's unapologetic about the fact that look, she'd like to make a lot of, she, she does make a lot of money, but she's unapologetic about it for so many reasons. And, and one of the reasons is that women, when they make money, women who are millionaires and multimillionaires and billionaires, you know, uh, are more philanthropic, you know, than, than men. We contribute more to education. We contribute more to 
other women, to, um, you know, to minorities, to... Is that um, a fact? A like, fact. You've researched that? Like, I didn't... Re- I, I read the... I mean, she's right. researched the fuck okay. out of it. So that's... Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes wanting to make money can feel really icky. Like, it can feel, like, selfish and, and you know, self-motivated. But, you know, and, and she also... Listen, she also wears a necklace that says rich bitch because she's also sort of like... Yeah, I can fucking want to make a lot of money. It's okay. Of course Men okay. want to make a lot of money all the time. No, if you're a, Men, women, whoever, like it's okay to make money. I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, you know, the, the fact is, she says about women, listen, we've marched. We've, you know, we've done, um, you know, tons of, what are they called? Where you sign things. Um, I'm sorry? Where you Petition? sign petitions. We've petitioned. We've done, you know. Did, did I just... Give you a you word. You did give me a word. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, we, we've That's done it. We've done it all the ways, right? But what really gets the job done a lot of times, fortunately or unfortunately, is money. And and so, you know, women happen to put our money where our mouths are, and we tend to give to the things that we're passionate about. Um, and oftentimes those things that we're passionate about happen to be very philanthropic. So her book completely changed my perception of, yeah, I – you know, I want to be a person who can give to all the things that I want to give to. I want to help raise other women up. I want to help, you know, help, um, you know, minorities. I want to do all these things. And so, yes, I want to make a lot of money. And, and so she totally changed my perspective. And so reading her book really did a lot for me. Um, and I also met a lot of other women who feel the same way reading that book. And it's been very empowering. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I've noticed that too, by the way, because we've spoken about you. You're with this group, and you talk to these women. Yeah, like I obviously I get it because it's been working for you. So I completely appreciate. I'm motivated in a very different way. Yes, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Should we take another break yet, or move on a little bit? Well, let's just do two memories or experiences from that this year that stick out to you for a positive reason. Oh, okay, sure. well, first of all, for this year, like, I feel like this year was a fucking blur. It went so fast. This was, the, I think, also the fastest year of my life, along with the most crazy and expensive and all that other stuff year of my life. Um, but I won't get into it because you just did, but for me, doing the ebook, expanding what we're doing with the podcast, like, for me, that was just one of the biggest memories I think I'll ever think about for the rest of my life, you know? We're, we're trying to do so many different things with this podcast, like creating the ebook, and we have so many other ideas going forward. So that was number one. And number two was learning about crypto. Oh, boy. <laughs> and that's it. I won't get Wait, into it. Wait, you can talk a little bit about crypto. No, we'll get into I it. I know you want to. <laughs> I can see it. You're drooling. I am drooling, but there's nothing to get to get into to answer that question so i'll get into it a little bit more later you should yeah you should do your own episode on crypto we'll, we'll get there uh, okay okay yeah yeah all right that's it just learning about crypto <laughs> okay yeah. um yeah i get again i said getting my tattoo um i love that we did it together i love right. that was really an amazing experience for me um just the whole vibe of if anybody saw the the pictures on our uh, Instagram or on our stories or heard us talk about it in that episode. I don't know what episode it is now. Well, do you want to explain your tattoo if anybody hasn't heard it before? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it it's um, 
it's basically I can't really I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's (laughs) you have to see it. I can't just explain it without people seeing it. So explain it now and then put it up on your Instagram. It's a heart. Um, I knew I wanted a heart involved. It's on your it's on your wrist on the inner for like the inner wrist by your open hand on my inner arm. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wrist. Yeah. So I knew I wanted a small heart. But it has some openings, um, and it has the two rings from, from the Marriage Martinis logo, but they're broken because, you know, to represent sort of the times that we it hasn't been so great. Um, and then it has um, these these dots, these, you know, openings in the other side of the heart that sort of is like to let the love in. And then there's this bumpy road that leads to the Marriage of Martinis logo, which is basically like symbolizing everything that we've gone through to get here. Mm-hmm. So anybody who looks at this is like, what the fuck is this? Right. But I know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> and now everybody knows what it means. Uh, so maybe. It's all good. Yeah. But um, no, it's, you know, it, listen, it, it doesn't, it, look, I could have gotten a, a fucking snake and I hate a snakes. Snake. I, I could have gotten anything. And I really think that it's just symbolic of the fact that like we did that together. I overcame my fear. I, I, you know, I, it, I like this very much. It, you know, I don't know. There maybe there's something I would have liked a lot more. You know, yeah, it's, this isn't matter. my be all end all right. tattoo. I don't look at them and I'm like, right. I designed this shit. I didn't. I went in there in three seconds. I was like, yeah, sure, that works. Exactly. But th- the point is, is it's symbolic of so much more. Right. So um, that and I said the Green Day concert that we took our kids to oh, this right. this past summer. Not just Green Day. It was Weezer. Yeah, the Weezer was there Fall and Fall Up Boy was not because yeah. co- they got COVID. Um, but, you know, there are times as a parent, again, this to me was like the year of parenting, but there are times as a parent where I really don't know if we're doing a good job. You know, especially the past year, there have been times when I'm sort of like, am I fucking it all up? And I ask myself that at, you know, three in the morning, I ask that my to myself at, you know, 7.45 when I'm yelling at the top of my lungs so that the kids are going to miss the bus. Like, there are all kinds of times when I'm literally like, am I fucking it all up? But for those four hours when we were at that concert with the kids and, you know, Mia and Ian had their arms around each other and they're, like, swaying to the music mm-hmm. and when they usually are, like, ready to kill each other, I, well, for those four hours, like, looked at you and looked at them and, you know, and knowing it was Green Day, which has always been so special to you and has been so special to Ian since literally the day he was born and everything. For those four hours, I was like, we're rocking it right now. Right. Like, we're the best parents in the world, <laughs> you know? Along with all the other parents with their kids. No, there the weren't concept. really that many I kids there. Were. there were no, lot, no, there were not a lot of kids there. But anyway, and if they were, great. But right. It was just for those four hours. I was like, okay, I need to just be in this moment because right now I feel like this is all good. Mm-hmm. So to me, that was like a reprieve of I'm fucking it all up to this is really, this is really nice. I loved every second of it. That was such a fun concert. Yeah, it was a we really were on the great floor. night. We could sit like we were so close to the stage. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Mm. And okay. it had gotten canceled last summer. So there was even more anticipation of like, we had been waiting for it for so long. So, um, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. Yeah. And we'll be right back. Okay. Marriage and Martini's listeners should know by now how much we love Modern Gents. And if you're new here, I'll explain. Modern Gents is on a mission to provide affordable wedding and engagement rings for men and women. They and we 
feel that love should not come with a hefty price tag. Their women's and men's rings, as well as their accessories, are made of high-quality materials, and they are 100% conflict-free. And they're more than just wedding and engagement rings. They also carry necklaces, earrings, and bracelets that shine 24-7. No more worrying about expensive jewelry when traveling or worrying about swollen fingers when you're pregnant. All their products are backed by a lifetime guarantee. They offer easy returns and exchanges, and U.S. shipping is free. Do like Danielle did and ditch the ultra-expensive rings for a modern gent's beautiful-looking new ring. I kid you not, she got more compliments on her modern gent's ring than her diamond engagement ring. Head over to modgents.com, that's M-O-D-G-E-N-T-S dot com, and use our promo code MNM18 to get 18% off any purchase of $25 or more. That's modgents.com, use promo code MNM18. 18 for 18% off any purchase of $25 or more. Okay, let's talk about a trend or a fad or something like that from 2021 that you think was totally overhyped or you don't understand the rage or anything like that. Do you have something? Well, I, I do think that, that there's certain things because of the pandemic that I'm surprised have come back. Like, oh. yeah, I you know... Look, we talk about, I loved storing the, I love the casual feel of everything, right? Athleisure became a huge deal, you know, like nicer sweatpants, nicer, just everything being a little bit nicer, but it's still sweatpants and just the comfort level of it. Um, And so for the bar mitzvah, like I said, we did a, and I'm not saying everybody has to do this, but I do think for me, this is personal, it makes sense of a, look, we've been inside for a year and a half. We have very little time now to be in big groups and be social or whatever. Wear wear whatever you want. Wear what makes you comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that we've gone back to a lot of, I think, workplaces have a lot of them. People are back to wearing suits and, you know, very um, traditional conservative clothing that is not necessarily comfortable and doesn't necessarily fit their style you know um yeah but just as many businesses are saying stay home and they're wearing what they want to at home and just doing conference calls maybe 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 but you know even i don't know you know school uniforms and stuff like that and i'm not some people love that which is fine Mm -hmm. um i just to to me what nothing keep going why are you laughing because this perfectly transitions to what I have to say. Oh, well, to me, I just feel like, I don't know. I When I put on now like an outfit to get dressed up, sometimes it feels really, really good to get dressed up. But I like to have the choice. You know what I mean? Like I like being able to know like, yeah, I can just wear, you know, whatever. Like I, I just feel like that, sh- that needs to stay a thing of, People just need to wear what they want to wear, what they're comfortable wearing. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. be comfortable. And I just hope that that stays more. And, and yeah. the second thing is um, one thing in 2021 that even as I consider myself a feminist, I consider myself, um, you know, a progressive person and everything. I do think that cancel culture is getting out of hand. Oh, did you, you say just that? hit on mine. Yeah, thing. I do. I do. I have to say. And there are some times when I think it's legit and then I think it absolutely has to happen. Um, and I agree with it many, many times. 
I think this year there were some things and some people who were quote unquote canceled and some shows and some that, um, and I'm not going to say specifically which and get into that, but I do think we need to take a step back and say also people can fuck up um, or people who said something 15 years ago, depending on what it was and how many times. I wonder we're together. Well, <laughs> I think I probably think it less than you do. Yeah, probably. But I do know people personally, you know, who are a little bit more, um, you know, who are, everybody has more celebrity than I do, but, you know, who are more famous. Not that I'm famous because I'm not. I keep going. I, but but that, basically what I'm this. saying is that are good people who, you know, look, you, we need to let. You need to be allowed to fuck up in life. And people be like, look, you fucked up. Apo- apologize. Well, Learn why you did. Maybe. Oh, yes, apologize. Um, not necessarily. If you fucked up, uh, okay. apologize. But, okay, but there's a line about fucking up. All right, let me explain. No, maybe <laughs> this should be another episode. This is a big, this is a lot. Well, I know, but my answer was wokeness. And I think being woke has gotten out of control. Gotten. Gotten. Gotten, got, got, yeah. gotten did. Out of control. What do you listen, mean, wokeness? I, listen, I completely... Oh, no, that's completely different than cancel culture. Well, it, it relates. And here's here's how I say it. Okay. I completely understand being aware of discrimination and racism. Like, I get it. That was the initial intent of being woke. Like, to understand and be aware of that stuff. Which totally makes sense. Obviously. I feel like it's gotten so out of control and the definition of woke has become like nobody knows what it means anymore. It's just gotten so out of control. Like it means so many different things now. No, and- I think that there are people who just put a negative connotation on it that if you are um, if you are fighting for something that they disagree with, all of a sudden you're woke. But I think the actual term itself is people just trying to like understand things from a different perspective. Okay, but it's but it's gone far beyond that. That's the problem. I'm not sure I agree with you. But it seems like no matter wh- where you are, what you say, you have to make sure you're not offending somebody somewhere saying something and I brought up this whole thing about the cancel culture too. Um whether it's whether you're a celebrity or you're a regular working person or whatever, and somebody finds something you tweeted 10 years ago or emailed 20 years ago, like, and then you get fired or canceled or well, it doesn't make sense. What it was. Okay. For the most part from what it sounds like, it was that you said something that was kind of okay for the time, whether it was okay or not looking back at it today, doesn't matter for the, for the day for when you said it, if it was 20 years ago, and you said something that was kind of okay to say 20 years ago, which is not okay today. But it shouldn't have been okay 20 years ago. But it was. No, but it shouldn't have been. You're right. You're you're 100% right. But it was. And a thousand other people said the same thing and were, was not canceled. You have to you have to go watch um George Carlin. He did he did a bit about um, soft language. It's not about being woke, and it's not about this directly, but it kind of um, matches to what we're talking about here. Watch that and just understand what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's things that were okay to say at a certain time, and now they have a new word and a new definition mm. that make it sound better, but it's really saying the same fucking thing. 
but you're saying it in a way that's you know okay to the masses. You have to watch this to really understand. Yeah, this we need to do a whole I can't, episode on. I it's... can't do it if I'm not fucking George Carlin. Like, if you go watch right. it and, you know, you'll understand what I'm trying to say. There's things that I think that we're going to talk about today and everybody talks about today that in 20 years we're all going to be canceled for because we're talking about it. We don't know what it is. It's just because it's the norm today and we're talking about it today. And we don't know what it is. But in 20 years, you're going to look back at a tweet that we all said whatever, I don't know what it's going to be, that was completely wrong or racist or, you know, derogatory or, you know, whatever, that we have no idea because it's just the way we speak today. And I think that's what people are being counseled for, for what they said 20 years ago, that they had no idea was the wrong thing to say, a wrong word, a wrong whatever. Watch that George Collin thing. Mm -hmm. You'll understand. Okay. No, you disagree. The, well, yes, yeah, the woke thing I, I disagree with because I think it's been, I think the way it's been used is people have turned it into a derogatory term. That's what I'm saying. I don't think, but I think actually people who are trying to be woke, the actual definition of it is that you're trying to understand someone else's perspective. You're trying to understand someone else's experience. That is exactly, I think, what it means to try to be woke. But people have turned it into woke mob and woke this and woke, and I think that's bullshit. So that I don't agree with. But the cancel culture thing, I do think we're, we need to just, we need to dial it back a little bit because it has gotten to be where mistakes are no longer allowed to be made. And, and you know, and it is obviously how you deal with those mistakes and how you learn from them and everything like that. But um, I do think that there's times where people fuck up and it's like, all right, you don't fuck up like that unless you're kind of a bad person. But then I also think there are times when people fuck up and it's like, they just fuck, they just said the wrong fucking thing. They just fucked up. Right, listen, if, if, you, if you're Bill Cosby, you get fucking canceled, right? And you go to fucking jail because you're a, you're one of the worst people ever to Harvey exist. Weinstein. Yes, yeah, all, all those people. people yeah. Right. But if you if you tweeted something 10 years ago that was like, oh, okay, that was the wrong thing to say, but you didn't hurt anybody. Like, okay, let's mm -hmm. let's all like take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. You know, like we all say things sometimes. Yeah, now I'm wishing I hadn't even brought it up. Yeah, I got a lot. No, uh, I'm really I'll do this I on my podcast with the other thing that I was talking about earlier. Yeah, this makes <laughs> me nervous to talk about because it's it's a very sensitive topic and and I I do believe that people, there are people who are not, that have hurt a lot of people, but I also think that there are people who are just. You made just, a mistake and it sounds a little fucking up. stupid. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, but but yeah. it has gotten to be a little bit out of control. All right. Let's move on to something more. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I'm going to make you edit that all out. I, no, no, no. I, yeah, I know you are. And I said to you before we started recording that I'm going to say some things that you're probably not going to agree with mm -hmm. and not going to want me to say, but I have feelings about. Okay. And I... Yeah. 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 Th that that whole topic really scares me because I, I don't... Okay. Well, that's the right. problem, right? No, it's not. You're scared to talk about these things because of the wokeness of what's going on now. It's because not, stop you, using the word wokeness well, like that's that. The, that's the problem. That's not the way you... See, people like you are using the word wokeness are turning it into that. Don't use wokeness. No, I'm not turning it. I'm using yes, you it are. as... I'm, I'm the one who's saying... Stop using woke in these in this sense. I'm the I, I'm using it because that's what it's turned into, and I want it to stop because that's not what being woke is all about. Okay, okay. I, I see what you're you saying. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That makes a little bit more sense. Thank yes. you. All right, moving on. Okay. Um, Unless you want to keep going. No. Oh God, no. Okay. Um, your 
your three favorite things you watched on TV <laughs> this year. Twenty twenty one was full of wonderful entertainment. Yeah, I watched Back to the Future. Yeah, I watched Rocky. I know you watch I all watched the same shit again and again <laughs> and again. No, and but again. for real. Okay, um, I, I feel like the movies was like eh because obviously. They couldn't be done in 2020 with the pandemic, so not much was done and everything was getting postponed, right? So I went more to the TV shows. Yeah, movies, has bec- it's become a really weird thing. Like, yeah, like they, they, how can you film a full, right, like during the pandemic? Well, there's Spider-Man Far From Home is coming uh, out next Thursday, and Ian and Mia have had a countdown for it for like four months. So there are still movies that are... Right, but can you think of one amazing movie for 2021? Like, I can't. You're putting me on the spot. I'd okay. have to look. All right, doesn't matter. Okay. So um, for TV shows, I think it was a blockbuster year for TV. I think Squid Game was outstanding. I think that was the number one. Oh, was it? I think so. Okay. Phenomenal TV show. Loved it. It was great. Dope Sick, which you and I, like, I I loved the show. I loved I, Dope Sick. I hope everybody watches Dope Sick. It yeah. was great. And kind of important, Oh, too. so important. Yeah. Um, so important. But I love that like you and I did it together. We yeah. actually didn't watch behind each other's back. We watched it together. A lot of couples watch a lot of shows together. We do not. Right. We have very different taste in TV shows. Yes. Except I did find out that you binged all these rom-com holiday films <laughs> yes, without did. me because we're scrolling and Netflix trying to find something to watch. And they were all so bad. And I'm like, oh, well, let's watch this one. And you're like, watched it wasn't good. And I'm like, uh, okay, how about this one? Watched it, wasn't good. And I'm like, what the fuck? I love rom-coms, by the way. I'm not, okay, but I'm not dissing the rom-coms. That's something we can watch together. I know, but they were kind of bad. Um, okay. Yeah. And I, I also thought White Lotus was really good. I thought White Lotus was really, really good. Yeah. Yes. All right, favorite episode we recorded this year? Oh, me, okay, me? Okay, so the um, the Good Intentions Something. Oh, episode. right. Um, uh, bad, good intentions, bad execution. Right. That's the one I named during the episode, right? Right. When I called you out or something. Was that one of the, um, that was one of the etiquette episodes? It was one where I got to like vent out yes, a bit about it was business. The and first like, etiquette episode, I think. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. You loved that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got to bitch about like customers and like mm-hmm. retail and oh wait by the way oh, oh. i just thought of something oh. i have another one can i do it in this episode because <laughs> this is really important okay for it's almost christmas so i'll allow business it. etiquette okay okay all right so me as the retailer or business owner or whatever and you as the customer or if you're an associate whoever whichever side of the counter you're on listen i I don't like cash anymore. I don't like using it. I get it. There's reasons to use cash. And if you want to use it, that's great. Understood. So that's step one. Step two, there's still people. Who write checks. No. Oh. Licking their finger to count out the bills. You're literally licking your I'm finger licking, right now. Yeah, they lick. <laughs> they, oh, <laughs> they lick their finger. And then they, they do they a bill. And they're probably all and like lick, 90. And then they another bill. And then they lick. And like, all right. That was fucking disgusting pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. It's fucking COVID pandemic still going on kind of thing. Don't lick your fingers and count bills out. I think out. that's an... I and don't then, think our generation does that. Hand them 
to somebody else. Okay. All right. I don't think our generation does that. It doesn't matter. Okay. All right. Talk to your grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> Call them right now. Do not. Nana, how are you? Are you licking bills? It no is, more licking the bills. That's one of the worst things like ever mm. right now. Cash is gross enough. I don't use it when I when I go anywhere. So change is the grossest. Well, I don't even fuck change. Like, yeah, fuck I, change yeah, is right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like keep the change. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck cash. Fuck change. I don't. I don't like it. I don't use. I I used to love it. That's you all I used, used to, to love. I used cash. To That's love when cash. I thought you were in the mafia. Yeah. I don't. Don't even like. I hate people. What they come. They come up to me and they're like, "Oh, can I charge this card?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, please. Go ahead. Don't want the fucking. Don't give me a dollar six. It's and my coins. library card. I don't give a shit. You <laughs> said just don't give me any it's fucking fun. cash. And then she give me dollars. I have to give her ninety four cents in change. No, fuck that. I, I I'm over it. Don't like your fingers. Don't give cash. Don't. That's it. Okay. It's fucking disgusting. Especially I, I it's a pandemic. Cash today. No, using cash is fine. There's reasons for it. I understand. Yeah. You're like people like Yeah, like when you to, don't want your husband to know that you bought you something. You don't want your husband or your wife to know. You want to control your spending and it's it, you know, if you use cash it's more of like a like a oomph, like oh, it hurts more kind like of a like oomph. like I'm I'm spending money. Rather than just giving a card over. Right. You know what I mean? Like well, you, but you also, it feels better because you're like, it's cash. And so I'm. It's, right. There's, so there's reasons I'm to not use cash. It later. I get yeah. it. Don't lick your fucking fingers. That's it. That's all I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> okay. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite episode was Ian's Bar Mitzvah episode. Oh, Na- really? It was, I, I forget what it was called. Nachas. It was all Yiddish <laughs> words. Um, it was, hold on, I'll tell you in one second. Uh, Simon Tovin? No. Is that a, is that a sentence? <laughs> a Simon Tova, Mazel Tova, Mazel Tova. So that's what you sing when they finish their bar mitzvah, uh, Haftorah portion. Okay. So Nachas, N-A-C-H-A-S, which means proud. Um, Mazel, like Mazel Tov, which means congrats. And Mishpucha, which is family. Or friends who are like family. So I loved that episode. Uh, 189, if you haven't listened to that. I just felt like it was really therapeutic for me after planning that whole fucking event to like be able to mm-hmm. talk about it and everything. So, yeah. All right, cool. All right, so. Wait, and something you listened to and loved in 2021. Because I, cu- I wanted oh. to say books, but I couldn't with you because you no. read books. All right. So, all right. So the only thing that I can think of was, you, you know, you know I'm a diehard um, podcast listener. Mm-hmm. I've I've been for since the beginning, but this year because we got that new car for Mia, we got a free Sirius subscription sub subscription mm-hmm. subscription. So I started listening to Howard Stern again, and it's like listening to an old friend, like like an old friend that I haven't spoken to in a long time. Mm-hmm. It's been like eight years since I've listened to Howard, and I started listening to him again because I have the subscription. I'm I'm like I'm 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 in. Yeah. Like I'm back. Yeah. You know, like like look, there's things about the show that I don't like. I don't like when he does the whole shit with his people that work in this you know, the interns and all that shit. Yeah, like, I I'm skip into all that. that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not into that. But I And love, he hates podcasts. He does hate podcasts. Yeah. So that's a little I, I get upset about that. Yeah, so he's probably not listening to this episode. Maybe not. Maybe some of the other ones he did, but um no, but it's it's really nice to like hear Howard again. Yeah. You know, like that's for me. Do you me. notice Robin isn't doing the news anymore? 
Did you notice that? Yeah, I don't get that far. I listen to like I have a. 12 I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong, people, but I ha- don't think she does the news anymore. I have a 12 minute commute, so right. all I hear, all I want to hear, is the the beginning when they first start because it's it's like the bullshit talk, which is what I love. Like I can even get past the interviews and like all that other stuff. Oh, the interviews are the best. You know they are great, but I love like just when they get started. And they're just talking like what's going on. Yeah, in the world me too. And yeah, like totally. In their lives and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I'm really like excited to listen to Howard again. Oh, good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, I right now Mia's commute to school, her new school. Mm-hmm. She wants to do an episode about it, so we'll talk to her about it. Um. But her new school is an hour and twenty minutes away. Uh. And so when I drive her, which is some days, um. I listen. That's all I do was listen to stuff because she puts her headphones in the, on in the back, and I listen to stuff. So, but the best things I listened to in twenty twenty one, I don't know if they are from twenty twenty one. Oh well, some of them I do. But the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which um, during the intimacy episode, I used one of the quotes from that book, which I thought was phenomenal. Um, but if you have not listened to the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, I highly recommend it. Listen, to, read whatever you, however you consume your literature. Um, to me, it's every year, but as she even gets older and older, um, any interview I hear with Jane Fonda, and I know she some people don't like Jane Fonda, um, but her interviews and the wisdom she has as someone who is now, I don't know, 85, um, and what she's lived through and what she's gone through and just her... Um, her attitude even at the age she is now and how much she's still trying to learn and grow as a person. I just love every interview. I, I, I seek them out. I look for them. I just think she's a phenomenal person to listen to, uh, you know, in an interview. Um, and also, uh, if you've listened to maintenance phase is a new podcast that I really like. I, I don't love all the episodes. I do think sometimes it gets a little bit, much for me um but they have two episodes about rachel hollis which if you've been if you've been following the whole rachel hollis ordeal for myself as someone who is considered although i have very uh conflicted feelings about this term of influencer but as someone who is considered quote-unquote an influencer these two episodes for me were really like I was very interested in them. Um, so if you haven't listened to those those are two episodes that i think are really good <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> and I'm really glad Kirby Enthusiasm came back. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> you were talking, and I'm sorry, I phased out. And I was just picturing him walking to the glass wall. <laughs> oh, my God. If you haven't listened, watch the newest episode of, Cur- uh, the newest season of Kirby Enthusiasm. Oh, it's so The first great. episode is phenomenal. Oh, so great. So good. So good. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, I think we can skip those last questions. We're good. Uh, we, we did questions for 2022 and our outlook for there, but we'll do that next week. Okay. Right? Uh, yeah, I don't yes. even know if we need to. No, I think we should. Oh, okay, good. No, there's things I want to talk about. All right, so we'll do like a goals episode. Yeah. Okay. Totally. All right. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Um. No, I think that that is about it. Okay. So... Um, at the end of the year, if you have listened to us and enjoyed us this year, I always ask, please rate and review if you've enjoyed it. If you have not or if you're upset about our woke talk or our cancel talk, <laughs> just skip it. I apologize. Why are you pointing at me when you say that? I didn't. I'm pointing at both of us. Okay. Whoever, if they agree with you and are upset with me or if they agree with me and are upset with you or if they're just upset in general about <laughs> wokeness or cancel culture or whatever, um, I, I don't know. But okay. just 
but I don't know. Uh, but yeah. All right. Thanks, and guys. Thank you for helping make our 2021, even though it was really hard in some ways, you guys always make it unbelievably fantastic for us. So thank you. Thank you for all of your support. We love you. And um, we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, we'll guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com